Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Monday the 1st of November 2021. I'm Dom Knight, Charles Firth and Gabby Bolt. Hello! Hello! Pitch and a punch for the first day of the fucking Ow. 11th month. Ow! Yeah. It's not very nice. I'm just bringing a bit of youthful jovialness to this podcast. Yeah, I thought sort of doing these podcasts back in person was nice. And oh, yeah. then you'd start punching us. Yeah, well, I have months to make up for pinches uh, and punches. Yeah, that is fair. We probably deserve it, Charles, in some but way. I'll tell you what, what a difficult weekend it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's horrifying. Horrible. The whole weekend, Barnaby yeah. Joyce was in charge of this country. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, my life was better when I didn't know that. I didn't even want to go out side. Oh, nor do I. Just in case, you know, he's around. But it does (laughs) give a sense of of randomness, though. Like, things are loose when Barnaby's in charge. Anything could happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is, yeah, it is endlessly entertaining. Yeah, it's the international waters of parliament, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) I mean, the thing where he got um, in trouble for not wearing a mask in the middle of a pandemic, the thing where he had a Mm. beer... Uh, like there's just you know even the law itself can't get in the way of his forms of self-expression, which mm. at various times include um, threatening to kill dogs and impregnating members of his staff. Yeah, I mean, well, there's just a lot of ways he needs to express himself. He, he just doesn't want the government in his life. He's only ever got money from the government, yeah, and is running. Like, <laughs> how do you reconcile it with the government in my life? Yeah. With I now run the government while Scott Morrison's out of town. Like it's a rhetorical masterpiece of double think, isn't it? The I think he just figured out that farming was hard. <laughs> <laughs> like I think he quit and he was yes. like, I'm gonna be a farmer, I'm yeah. gonna go off the grid and I'm gonna talk shit about the government and then he realized that the yeah. farming industry is actually really hard at yeah. the moment and he went, Oh fuck this, I'll go back to government. So ten minutes after that <laughs> video was recorded, I think you've got it right, Gabby, for Christmas. Yeah. He went, Actually, I'm gonna be deputy prime minister again. Yeah. There's a lot more money in these fucking oh, It's not as much yeah. fun when they don't sing the song when you go down. On the street, you know, old McDonald. It is good having a family's man running the country. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised that he's not out there supporting childcare, like government paid, yes, government subsidised childcare. It would save him so much money. Of all the things you'd think he would, would be in his narrow field of interest, it would be making sure he didn't, doesn't have to pay for all the toddlers. Yes, because he's asked for subsidies for mining corporations for the, his whole life. Wouldn't you also want it for miners? He just got confused, <laughs> hey, Charles. I he did that. We've made so many of those mining miners jokes yeah, now. It's going yeah, it's going yeah. great guns. I don't think anyone's pissed off with it just, at all. I mean, look, do what you've got to do for Jenna Reinhardt, Barnaby, but just give us a free crash, will you? As <laughs> the father of a three-year-old. You know, it was pretty embarrassing having Barnaby Joyce running the country this weekend. Mm. But even more embarrassing is Scott Morrison <laughs> off with his plan that's not really a plan that doesn't say anything trying to tout that to the world. So it's mm. sort of embarrassment both at home and abroad. Oh, I, I mean, I was born into embarrassment. I was yeah. born in the Howard era. I mean, like, yeah. I've grown up just knowing to be ashamed yeah. of the country. It's, so. some might say, the Australian way. Coming up on the show, we're talking to Chris Taylor. Yes, uh, about his adventures at college. They've college. just decided to admit women and we're going to work out whether the women will wish they hadn't been admitted. Plus, Alexa is coming along and he's going to do a quiz because uh, the New South Wales government has released all their crime stats that happened during lockdown and he's going to give us a bit of a quiz on it. So it's a bit of a bit of a thing for quiz lovers and crime stat lovers. And I went to the gym and I need to talk to you both about it. <laughs> it's all coming up after Rebecca Dana Muno in the Chase Newsroom. Just a moment. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Former Premier of New South Wales, Gladys Berejiklian, has once again reaffirmed her claim that she and her ex-boyfriend, Daryl Maguire, were not in a serious, committed relationship, telling ICAC investigators that they were only at the buying-each-other hospital stage of the relationship. Victorian MP Tim Smith has resigned from their position as Shadow Attorney General, announcing that his drunken car crash of a political career will be coming to an end due to a drunken car crash. Acting Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce has responded to the announcement by offering Smith a spot on the federal cabinet. US President Joe Biden has apologised to French President Emmanuel Macron for Scott Morrison's lack of grace in handling the withdrawal from the French submarine deal. Mr Morrison was annoyed at the statement, saying he wished everyone would stop asking him about Grace Tame. That's all from the Chaser Newsroom. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno, and on behalf of all of us at the Chaser Report, we send our condolences to Bert Newton's family. He will be deeply missed. Alexa is here with a wonderful quiz about crime statistics. Yeah, yeah, I've been having heaps of fun recently in the funnest place on earth, the Bureau of Crime Statistics and Research. It's a riveting place because recently they brought out a report about COVID breaches in New South Wales. All right, this is going to be fun. Bring on the Boxar report. Here we go. The first question, what's the most popular way to get a COVID fine? Like what's the most alluring restriction to break? For you guys. Oh, that's a good one. I reckon it's... Five kilometres? It, it would be... Ah! Oh. It would be something like... It would have been visiting your friends or something, wouldn't it? No, but it's but they targeted they targeted poor people, didn't they? So, <laughs> it, it's it, visiting poor people? Is that the... <laughs> I reckon, I reckon maybe getting maggoted would be a great <laughs> way to um, break COVID because you would be so drunk you wouldn't remember doing it. So I was just thinking, what about what did Barnaby do? And then I remember masks. Ooh. Is it because that would be by like not by dollar value but by number overall? I think Tom was actually right at the start. It's not essential ah! travel. It's leaving your little your bubble. But face masks was a close second, thirty percent. Kinky. But, but visiting friends, visiting households is 14%. Oh, so no, no, one, one, no one wanted to visit No friends. one has friends, yeah. no. That's right. Oh, what was the gender distribution of fines? What gender is more likely to break COVID or more likely to get caught? Men, obviously. Yeah. 80%. 80% <laughs> blokes. Yeah, yeah. They're dickheads. <laughs> like, of course. Make this hard, Alexa. So how many, how, like, what was the proportion? Yeah, it was it was around eighty percent. That's a fucking yeah. amazing. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, well done, brothers, for not doing more. I, I was expecting could be yeah. ninety ninety five. We suck. Okay, in what setting are you most likely to get a COVID fine? Like, are you at work? Are you outdoors? Are you at home? Are you on the beach? Surely you're on the beach. No, that's no, no, rich no, people. That's rich people. <laughs> they don't get fines. Yeah. Loitering while in Western Sydney. Yeah, it'll be at a at a park of yeah in Western Sydney. No, no, no. It'll be living in your own home with your own family in Western Sydney. In Western Sydney, <laughs> yeah. And the cop, the, and the army just knocks on the door. Now, let me think. It, I reckon it's um, uh, a kind of like an outdoor mall kind of a place. It'll be shopping. It'll be shopping centres, surely. Yeah. So I think you're right. It's fifty one percent is outdoor and public spaces. Oh. Um, only twelve percent is work. Ten percent is public transport. And residential is 22%. So, I mean, close second. I don't want to say I was right with both beaches and living in your own house, but 
Yeah, well, beaches was definitely it's part an outdoor of outdoors. recreational yeah. area. But based on all the photos of the beaches, nobody got. No, fired. but also we went down to Bondi. You know, the day before lockdown, mm. when it was already a bit, you know, a bit locked down. Like, and it was, they just weren't enforcing the law. There were cops there. <laughs> and it was just, because it was all rich people. I mean, get, keeping that in mind, that rich people don't get fines, which LGA do you reckon had the largest number of fines handed out? Which one's Matt Druidy? It's got to be Blacktown, doesn't it? Or it was... It, it, yeah. Oh, Fairfield. I reckon it was Fairfield, that sort of epicenter of all of that. I'm just in the interest of making things different. I'll say, like, the Bayside area. It was the city of Sydney, LGA. Oh, that's but, our LGA. But, you know what, I think this might be a little bit of uh, Bureau of Crime Statistics propaganda because 60% of those city of Sydney fines are people who don't live there. The vast majority of them came here for protests. People it who, was the protesters. It was the protesters yeah. ruining our LGA, Charles, <laughs> ruining it. How dare they? Oh, what age group was most likely to break COVID laws? It was 25 to 30-year-old men. Oh, no, actually, I'm going to stay, I'm going to change oh. it. 25 to 40-year-old men. See, if if there'd been fewer if there'd been more women in the overall stats, I would have said sort of 60 plus Karens, but no, I think I think it's 18 to 24. 18 to 29. 29, right. Yeah, oh, that's nice. amazing. And like by quite a lot, 38.5%, like more than a lot of them combined. 29 is the age that Alexa is today. <laughs> hey! So you hey, just hey, made the cutoff. Oh, You're statistically significant. Um, no, because what they did was in any party they busted, that's 16, 20 fines or whatever. So that blows. And that's all the kids were actually having fun. How dare they? How dare they? You, you won't do that now that you're 29. Absolutely not. No. But I won't even stay in my house. I'll, I'll be exclusively at work where the least fines are given. Excellent. So young people suck, men suck, and cops got in the way of everything for as much <laughs> as they helped. Right. There you go. Thank you, police force. But you won't arrest me because I live in a rich area. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, huge news in the posh bit of Sydney. St. Paul's College at Sydney University has decided to open its doors to women after 165 years of only blokes... Uh, we know someone who went to this esteemed institution. His name is Christopher Taylor. Yeah. I, <laughs> Yay, <laughs> Chris. Uh, isn't it interesting? The only time you want to talk to me is when either my school is in the news or the college I very briefly went to is in the news. As if I'm somehow representative of every single person and transgression that happened at both of those appalling institutions. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul's has long been seen as a... Well, bastion of misogyny mm. and and horribleness. Mm. Do you think women are going to fit in there, Chris? I know that you you only went there for a few months or something, didn't you? No, I was there for a year, my, my first year of Sydney University. A mistake. Like, there's, there's plenty I, I could tell you about the college, but it wasn't exactly what I was expecting. It's just this extraordinary paradox of sophistication refinement combined with the most debased, appalling, disgusting, primitive behaviour you're ever likely to see. And often that can all occur within half an hour of each other. It's like, it's, you know, people will read poetry and then 
vomit on a fresher student 20 minutes later. And it's it's a real <laughs> experience of extreme going to this place. And, and the, the announcement um, today that they're letting women in, well, it's such a... It's such a sort of double-edged sword, isn't it? On the one hand, fantastic, finally, progressiveness, that they're, they're acknowledging there's another sex that exists that deserves to reside on inside the college. Mm. On the other hand, what woman on earth would want to go into that place? <laughs> yeah. like it's, 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 um, it'll be interesting. What I do know is, and I, I haven't read anything about this, so as like most guests on your podcast, I'm speaking <laughs> it's from a very uninformed position. <laughs> It's, I'm sure they've tried to spin this as somehow progressive enlightenment. I can assure you it would have absolutely nothing to do with that. It would be entirely a business decision because the other colleges at the campus, St Andrews and St John's, they've all gone this way. When, 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 when we were at Sydney Uni, they were all male-only colleges and there's a women's college, which is women's only. Um, just for business reasons, because enrolments kept dropping, gradually they've all started allowing co-ed enrollments and so look this will be this will be celebrated in certain corners as oh finally Paul sees the light and mostly by them but I can guarantee it'll be entirely about the bottom line and a bottom line managed by male economists. uh, Chris I can confirm that that is exactly what it says it says in the like the head to the the warden of the college is going oh it's you know future leaders of tomorrow that includes women and then there's a paragraph that says basically they have to either have students from other universities who somehow commute from Paul to wherever they go, or women. <laughs> um, that's how unpopular it is. Because, because I guess the brand is so on the nose. You know, so Paul, uh, you know, you guys will know, has had scandal after scandal um, of, yeah, you know, but, sexual transgression. But, but only for the last 165 years, Chris. <laughs> exactly, only yeah. for the last 165. And, you know, hazing ceremonies that are mm. the worst of the navies. Which is just takes some doing. Yeah, and I think you're all being very negative about this. I mean, it's definitely worked before. Look at the government. <laughs> Women weren't allowed in Parliament for so long. And then when they were allowed in, now they've got no problems with how they treat women. It's like they've solved the problem. It's fine. That's true. It's mm. going to work. You watch. <laughs> My memories, well, Chris, of, of Paul's, uh, and I barely was there, but... um. I do remember distinctly that there is a bar which is run by students for students, which strikes me as the most irresponsible licensing policy <laughs> in the history of alcohol. And like there's the rum core and then there's this bar at St. Paul's college. And do you think all it's that's going to get like wiped 20... away? No, I, I don't. There'd, there'd be a genuine riot if that happened. You're right though. It's sort of like putting a crazed gunman who's just committed a massacre in charge of a gun shop. Isn't it like it's, <laughs> Um, it's called the Salisbury Bar. I think anyone's allowed to go there. It's not actually exclusive. It's just most people don't know about it. Um, and it, it's sort of, it doesn't, it's not open every night. It's sort of open at the students' whim whenever they feel like getting on a bender. Often it's followed like a, if it was a, they'd done well in sport that day, they might have opened up the bar. They always talked about kegs at college, I remember this. Oh, we're going to put a keg on. It was never, do you want to have a couple, like a couple of schooners? It was like, do you want to have a keg tonight? <laughs> that was the minimum entry. <laughs> That's the minimum order. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it certainly does seem like an extension of, of an all-male private school in a way that, that seems a bit unhealthy. 
Did you have any sense, Gabby, of what things are like, like at other universities? Bathurst has this great culture at CSU, uh, which is obviously very residential. Is that is that a healthier place, do you gather? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, they did a game called Edward 40 Hands. I don't know if you're aware of this, where you tape two 40-ounce bottles of alcohol to your hands and you can't do anything until you've drunk through both of them. Oh, my God. Uh, so that's did that. They, did they have that at Paul's, Chris? No, they'd, they'd have plenty of equivalents. But Gabby makes a very good point. They had this position at St Andrews called the Chundermaster. Have you heard about this? Yes, I remember the Chundermaster. I wrote a book called Finishing School for Blokes that detailed all of this and it made the news report for the yeah, same reason right. at the time. But so I so what, did, what did the Chundermaster do again? Extremely prestigious position. Like it was, you know, you think, you know, Prime Minister of Australia, captain of the Australian cricket team, that these are lofty roles that people aspire to. I can assure you, at Andrews College, the most prestigious uh, post you could ever reach was the Jungle Master. It was, it was his job, and it was always a, a he back then. I'm, I'm sure they're more enlightened now and can let the man or woman be the Jungle Master. <laughs> but um, basically, whenever people were encouraged... <laughs> to consume unusual objects um, and then go on benders and vomit at the end of the night. And then the Chundermaster would actually go around to each individual vomit pile and score it, sort of appraise it, a bit like on Antiques Roadshow. Um, I'm sure it was exactly like that, actually. And he'd look, he'd give marks for size, volume, smell, texture, and bonus points for unusual items regurgitate. <laughs> so <laughs> this is why, you know, young 17-year-old students straight out of, you know, often from Bathurst or Wagga who would just come to the big city to, to board at these colleges. And they're being forced to sort of swallow smurfs or condoms full of sperm oh and God. then regurgitate these things back up. And the Chandler Master, it should be pointed out, also did a taste test. No. no, come on. <laughs> I just think. That- I swear, I swear this is true. I am blowing the whistle on St Andrews College on the day that St Paul's is in the news. This is the scoop. This is the revenge. I like it. <laughs> I mean, I, it amazes me that that format hasn't been adapted for reality TV and why aren't we oh, doing it? Be fantastic. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fantastic? Australia's biggest chunder. Chunder so down under. Just going round celebrities. Celebrity Get the Battle of the Codes, I'm thinking. Did you do the thing where they dump you in the middle of nowhere and you got to find your way back? That always sounded quite terrifying, really. No, but that, that, that's a real thing. For those that don't know that, I can't remember the Walk name. Walkabout. Walkabout, walk well done. Um, no, thank God that was voluntary. Most things weren't, well, were kind of voluntary, but there's a lot of peer pressure to do them. But even that one, there'd been so many horror stories that yeah. they sort of didn't put as much pressure on you to participate. And there were there were kind of, a, you know, 20 students who were bang up for it, sort of the greatest idea ever. And then there was everyone else who was sensible. So for those that don't know about this, it was literally, it was sort of a kidnap situation um, where you were literally blindfolded and bundled into a car and dumped somewhere uh, with no phone, no money, and, and, and you were on your own. And I'm not just talking about they dump you, I don't know, a few suburbs away. Sometimes people ended up like in the middle of South Australia. Or something. They were yeah. very elaborate. Um, I, I don't, you know, people would drive for days to execute these walkabouts. And 
Yeah, but, I, th- I think Sarah Kendall ended up in the Northern Territory. What college did she go to? She went to St Andrews, Wesley. I think, wasn't it? Oh, no, we Wesley. Went she went to Wesley, yeah. And she ended up in the Northern Territory. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, what, what we now know is that anyone who ended up that far away from their college should have been thankful. It was almost, yeah, almost right. being helped out. So we're helping you escape. And if no one <laughs> sees it like that at the time, they all come crawling back. Yeah, like, yeah, like, to play the Chunder game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> If nothing else, I think there's just it, it's not just a problem with St Paul's College. It's clearly a problem with every college in this country. That a all of the youth here drink too much. B all of the youth here haze too much for some reason. Still in 2021, and C we should just stop assaulting women. That would be like the best option. In fact, there's loads of um, corporations out there called like uh, N Rape on Campus who have done thousands of investigations into heaps and heaps of universities about this and I I do agree that like yes it's fun when an all boys school wants to open up to women and then assume that women would ever want to go there but it's the same with almost every university they all have a problem with this so I don't know maybe a game of Edward 40 hands would figure it all out but (laughs) yeah definitely an issue maybe maybe we should just ban education is is that the solution because it seems where you have Students learning, you have trouble. Yeah. So if, if we actually, maybe the Morrison coalition government's onto something by yes. pulling money out of the education <laughs> system. Because what, on the surface, it looks like that's a, quite a harsh policy of, you know, mm. sort of coming down the country. But they're actually, actually very ahead of us all by making Australia safer by eradicating all students. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's also just young people, isn't it? Whether they play sport or go to uni. I think if, if everyone between the ages of about 15 and 25 was simply incarcerated, for that decade, that you would have this problem. That's good. So we need to bring in national service or something, or, or national incarceration. Like, because even, <laughs> even national it, service yeah. is a problem because you've still got dormitories and all of that. Just put yeah. everyone in an individual cell for the 10 years of their life between 15 and 25. And even then they still get moonshine um, <laughs> on the inside. Oh, I don't know. I think, I I think the lockdown, this. I think lockdowns have been the way yes. to go. Then everyone's stuck at home with no access to Jimmy Brings. Well, a lot of obviously, you know, students have been through year eleven and twelve the last couple of years. We're very accustomed to lockdown. It's almost they're they're more used to that than the opposite. Yeah. So if you just extend their lockdown until they're what what do you think is an appropriate age? Seventy-one. Forty. <laughs> yeah, seventy-one. I reckon. I reckon by the time you're seventy-one, anything chaotic that comes out of your mouth is just considered old people stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because Bring the thing that we always forget, like, I mean, as a young person, although I will say thanks, Dom, for ending the cutoff at my age. Um, as a resident young person, all young people grow into old people, and look how that works out. Mm. So I just think it's. I just yeah. think it's sad that in in Chris Taylor we have the only person in the history of St Paul's College who went there wanting to drink tea. <laughs> other than alcohol and was so so grievously disappointed that's such a shame um it's very true oh wow um excellent thank you chris hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing i love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Just before we go, uh, Charles and Gabby, I went to the gym this morning. Um, I'm so sorry. For the first time in months. It was just a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not just for the obvious reason. Mm. Why, why do you the, think I'm well, saying it's a terrible idea? Let's just paint a picture for the <laughs> listeners, which is that Dom, you know you know how you have really chiselled people on... What are you trying you know, to say about your own friend? You know, Dom is... Abundant. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying there hasn't been a chisel near Dom in many years. Oh. Well, I'm trying. So I went to the gym this morning uh, and it, w- it was actually quite scary. They didn't check my vaccination status at all. Oh, really? They didn't check any of the vaccination statuses of anybody walking into the Wait gym. Wait a minute, which gym is this? I don't want to go to that gym. I don't is this know the same gym I go to? They, they wore their masks as chin warmers, like all of the stuff. I saw oh, three God. or four stuff as... The mask was just sitting no, on the chin. But that's actually legitimate, Dom, because I found out that not a single case of COVID has been transmitted through a chin. <laughs> through a chin. Okay, yeah. fair so <laughs> it, it either means that either they don't care about spreading COVID, they don't have a COVID-safe plan, or they're very, very weak and can't lift the mask over their face. Oh. I'm not sure which it is. Then, so I'm doing the exercise bike, and it was right in between two other bikes, way too close together. Mm. And soon there was an elderly woman on either side, and I was sucking in old oh. person aerosols. Just mm. no for one wants you. to do that. And so then I'm, I'm like fenced in by these two women on the bike and I check my phone to see the news and I read 15 cases of COVID linked to inner city gym. I'm going, surely this is the <laughs> Surely it's this one. It, it wasn't. It turned out it was uh, in Darlinghurst. It was but my, my old gym. Yeah, yeah, well, there gym. You go. yeah. And, um, but where I live is full of hippies, right? So there's probably uh. the grandmas on the other side were not vaxxed. And I, I was getting very scared and worried <laughs> about being in the gym. And I thought, this is unhealthy. But then I realised that there's actually a, a, a better way, right? If I want to get fit, if I want to get in shape... Mm. All I need to do is absolutely nothing. Don't yeah. don't watch what I eat. Yeah. Don't work out. I just do what I do, mm-hmm. and I assume mm-hmm. the technology will come oh, and fix going. my whole problem. Yes. Make me chiselled and buff you and can, live forever. Yeah. You can be incredibly good looking by twenty fifty under this plan. Yeah, That's just right. just believe, yeah. and you can achieve, Dom. Yeah, right. and if you take into account the sort of your twenties when mm. you actually were quite sort of fit, yeah. and apply them, then you can probably wait till twenty six. Oh, for the the credits that yeah, I got. You get the yeah, you get the credits. Yeah, I wasn't that fit in my 20s. But anyway, <laughs> but I don't care whether it's a new heart or like cholesterol-letting nanoparticles or an mRNA vaccine against being a lazy slob. Mm. I reckon they're going to put the work in to, to develop it. And yes. I'm just going to free ride off that. Yes. And if anyone criticises me for saying you're not trying to lose weight or be healthy, like, like my cardiologist, I'll just say, no, I'm losing weight the Australian way. <laughs> Our microphones are from Rode. They are. 
And our, all our gears from yeah, Rode. And our non-microphone gear yeah. too. Thank you, Rode. Uh, we're also part of the ACAST Creator Network. Remember to subscribe to us and leave a five-star review on iTunes. Yes, please. And uh, tell all your friends about us. Yep. Uh, tell them how much you love us. Yep. Um, tell them how much you love me. Charles, oh. they've already indulged you enough by listening this long. Yeah. Okay, see ya.